Good morning, everyone. I have an awesome sermon for everyone today. Um, I just have my phone propped up, so if it falls, that's what's what. Okay, before we jump into this, we're just going to pray, because, man, I'm just ready to jump into this. Father, thank you for giving me this message. Thank you for giving us this day. Thank you for putting us together, Father God. Please, Father, put your words on my lips and in my heart, and let everyone that hears these words receive them well and understand them and know them and believe and know that Jesus Christ is Lord, that you are creator of heaven and earth and the possessor of it. You created it all. Everything that exists was created by you. Lord, thank you so much for this time that you've given. We ask and pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, we're going to jump right into this. The name of this sermon is... I will remove the iniquity of the land. All right, we're going to start out in Zechariah chapter 3. I'm going to read verse 1 through 10. Zechariah chapter 3. I'll give you a minute to get there. Zechariah chapter 3, verse 1 through 10. And he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord, and Satan standing at his right hand to resist him. And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan, even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem rebuke thee. Is not this a brand plucked out of the fire? Now, the Lord is accentuated. In, in, a, in, in, in an extra way here. It says, And the Lord said unto Satan, The Lord rebuke thee, O Satan, even the Lord that hath chosen Jerusalem. This is, this is making an, 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 a proclamation in, in a very specific way. And, and we'll see why shortly. Uh, also, by the way, uh, Joshua the high priest is represented as Israel here. So, and he showed me Joshua the high priest standing before the angel of the Lord. This is Israel. Now, there was, there was a, a Joshua the high priest uh, in, in the Old Testament. Um, so, so, Joshua is being used as a representation for Israel. Verse 3, Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. And he answered and spake unto those that stood before him, saying, Take away the filthy garments from him. And unto him he said, Behold, I have caused thine iniquity to pass from thee, and I will clothe thee with change of raiment. Now, the angel. Now Joshua was clothed with filthy garments and stood before the angel. What angel? We're about to see that. Because this angel that he stood before has taken his filthy garments away and clothed him with white raiment. He has clothed him and taken away the filth of this angel. How can an angel do that? Verse 5, And I said, Let them set a fair mitre upon his head. So they set a fair mitre upon his head and clothed him with garments. And the angel of the Lord stood by. 
A mitre was a cloth kind of round thing that the high priest wore. Sometimes it was had gold and stuff. Uh, other translation will call it a diadem or, or a diadem. Uh, a, a sort of a crown, but but not really. Kind of a lesser crown, but uh, but but very beautiful and and it. it like I said, high priests would wear these before they would stand before the Lord. Now, and the angel of the Lord stood by the angel of the Lord, the angel that took the filthy clothes off of Israel. The angel of the Lord is a pre-incarnation of Jesus. Before Jesus was Jesus, he was the Word, is the Word of God, the very Word of God. And now he's the very image of God. And he revealed himself throughout the Old Testament. And many times when he revealed himself, he revealed himself as the angel of the Lord. Just like he's the son of man. And the angel of the Lord, in verse 6, protested unto Joshua, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts. So, the angel of the Lord, which is Jesus, said, protested unto Joshua the words of the Lord of hosts, the angel of the Lord being Jesus, the Lord of hosts being God the Father. They are both present here. And we know the Spirit is everywhere always. So, this is Father and Son, both the one true God, present in Zechariah chapter 3. And the angel of the Lord Jesus protested unto Joshua, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, God the Father Almighty, if thou, shalt, if thou wilt walk in my ways, and if thou wilt keep my charge, then thou shalt also judge my house, and shalt also keep my courts, and I will give thee places to walk among these that stand by. Hear now, O Joshua the high priest, thou and thy fellows that sit before thee, for they are men wandered at. For behold, I will bring forth my servant the branch. So the father is telling Israel that Jesus is coming. Now, keep in mind the angel of the Lord is Jesus before he was known as Jesus before he walked on the earth as a man. Keep in mind that God can take many forms and does and has and continue and will continue to. And God has many names. So the angel of the Lord is the Word of God. The Lord of hosts here is God the Father Almighty. And he is telling Israel of the coming of Jesus Christ, the branch. Jesus himself said, I am the root and offspring of Jesse. I am the root and the branch of Judah. Jesus is the creator. He is God. And he is also of the offspring of Judah. He is also human. He is God and man, Jesus. He is also the angel of the Lord. He is also the Word of God. 
It gets confusing if you let it confuse you. But if you read the words of God and you ask and pray God to give you wisdom liberally, and He will, you can understand these words that God freely spoke so that you and me and everyone would know that Jesus is God. And He existed in the beginning with God. Because He is God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. So let's go back. Verse 8. Hear now, O Joshua, the high priest, Israel, thou and thy fellows that sit before thee, for they are men wandered at. For behold, I will bring forth my servant the branch. This is God the Father Almighty speaking. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua, upon one stone shall be seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave... The graving thereof, saith the Lord of hosts, God the Father Almighty. And I will remove the iniquity of the land in one day. In that day, saith the Lord of hosts, shall ye call every man his neighbor under the vine and under the fig tree. In one day, he will remove iniquity from all the earth. In one day, through his servant, the branch, which is Jesus. And in one day, that did take place. When Jesus was crucified, that one day, All of the earth, everyone on the earth, was totally forgiven of sin. And all you have to do to receive this gift, the gift of eternal life, is believe that Jesus Christ is the bridge. That He is God. That God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That Jesus was throughout the Old Testament. That Jesus was in the beginning with God because He is God. All you have to do is believe that God is Father, Son, Holy Spirit and He is the Almighty God. And you must fear God and keep His commandments as, as my my short was today Ecclesiastes 12 13 the whole duty of man is to fear God and keep his commandments Jesus said if you love me you keep my commandments if you love me not you keep not my commandments so we must believe in Jesus and keep his commandments and we receive this free gift where the iniquity of the entire world the sin is forgiven and then through that belief, we can repent. Denying the flesh, picking up our crosses, and following Jesus. Let's go to Zechariah chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. Zechariah chapter 2, verse 10 and 11. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come and I dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people. And I will dwell in the midst of thee, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto thee. It's amazing to me that the Jews 
the Jewish nation had such a hard time receiving the fact that all the Gentiles themselves would partake in the free gift. When it very clearly states, and many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day and shall be my people and will dwell in, and I, God, will dwell in the midst of them. And they shall know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto them. Now think about this. And they shall know that the Lord of hosts hath sent me unto thee. Who's me? Jesus. Who's the Lord of hosts? God the Father. So, Let's read that again. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion, for lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. Jesus. And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people in that day. That iniquity is, is wiped out, that sin is forgiven. We read in Zechariah chapter 3, verse 9. For behold, the stone that I have laid before Joshua, upon one stone shall be seven eyes. Behold, I will engrave the graving thereof, saith the Lord of hosts. I will remove the iniquity of that land in one day. Keep in mind, the stone is another name for Jesus. And those seven eyes represent the seven spirits of God. If you don't know what I'm talking about, read Revelations. Jesus is the stone. He is the angel of the Lord. He is the Son of Man. He is the only begotten Son of God. Only begotten meaning the only Son of God that came directly from the Father. He is God in the flesh. The Word made flesh. I come and will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. Verse 2, And many nations shall be joined to the Lord in that day, and shall be my people, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, and thou shalt know that the Lord of hosts, God the Father Almighty, hath sent me unto thee. God the Father Almighty sent Jesus the Son to the earth to wipe out iniquity and bring all the nations of the world together under one sheep's fold. The one body of Christ. The one church. And Jesus is the head of that church. He is the Godhead. He makes up the Godhead. And the Godhead is the one God. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus was sent by God the Father so that all the world could be joined together and all of us could fear God and keep His commandments and know eternal life. Psalm chapter 8. Psalm chapter 8, verse 1 through 6. Psalm chapter 8, verse 1 through 6. O Lord, our Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth! Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. 
When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with the glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet. Now, we're going to go to Hebrews chapter 2. All will be revealed. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 7 through 17. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 7 through 17. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. This is Paul the Apostle speaking. Thou crownedest him, well, this is, uh, yes, Paul the Apostle speaking. Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownedest him with glory and honor, and did set him over the works of thy hands. Thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put all in, subje in subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him. But now we see not yet all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death. Jesus was made a little lower than the angels, just like it says in Psalms, so that he could die. Crowned with glory and honor that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for every man, so that we don't have to taste death anymore. Verse 10, For it became him, for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. Jesus is the captain of our salvation. And he is perfect. He died perfect. But he knows our suffering. Even He knows our suffering like we know it. And yet, He's God, the Creator of it all. That's how much He loves us. Verse 11, For both He that sanctifieth and they who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause He is not ashamed to call them brethren. When we are reborn in the Spirit, we become one in the Spirit with Him. So Jesus calls us brethren. The Word of God made flesh calls us brothers and sisters, saying, I will declare thy name unto my brethren in the midst of the church, will I sing praise unto thee. Verse 13, and again I will put my trust in him, and again behold, I and the children which God hath given me. Jesus, the children which God hath given him, he sings praises unto God the Father. God the Son sings praises unto God the Father. Verse 14, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil. He took the power of death away from the devil, and the devil will be destroyed and deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not one, not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Jesus came, could have come in the form of an angel. He came in the form of man. 
In, in, in times of old, he came in the form of an angel. But now he came in the form of man so that he could suffer as a human being and die as a human being and resurrect again as God. He always was God, but he lowered himself so that he could succumb to death, so that he could taste of all the temptations and all the pain and all the suffering that we as human beings go through so that he could perfect our faith and our salvation even more. No longer did we just have a God to praise and honor in the sky. Now we have God who suffered with us. And he suffered with us because he wanted to. Because he loves us. He created us to love us. And he wants us to be with him in heaven. God wants heaven with us. Not for anything that we can give him. But because he himself loves us. He wants us in heaven with him. And that's why Jesus died. And in that one day, iniquity was wiped out. And all we have to do is believe and trust in him. Love him. Fear him and keep his commandments. Verse 15, And deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Wherefore in all things he behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make reconciliation for the sins of the people. So, Jesus became the high priest. Joshua, the high priest, was represented as Israel and Zechariah. But Jesus coming upon the earth, he became that high priest. He became the high priest. He became the door and the sacrifice. Jesus is the only way. He is the door. He is the good shepherd. He is the high priest. He is the sacrifice. In Old Testament times, he's the angel of God. He's the word of God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus loves us. God loves us and wants us with him. Believe and trust in Jesus Christ. Just as God said, I will remove the iniquity of the land in one day. And he did. Now, if we choose Jesus, we are washed clean. Our sins are, are, are no more, our, our souls are no more corrupted by sin because we are reborn in the Spirit as God's Spirit. We are reborn in the Holy Spirit of God, one with God. It's hard to say right now because we're still in the flesh, but when this fleshly body falls back to the dust from whence it came, we will rise and ascend and be with God in heaven where we were always intended to be in His very presence, loving Him and being loved by Him. Father, thank You for this message. Thank You so much for all that You've done and You do, Lord. Thank You for Jesus. Please, Lord, let this message be well received. Please, Lord, let everyone be blessed that hears these words. 
Bless them along their way. Keep evil from them. Watch over them, bless them, and protect them. Fill their needs. Heal them of their ailments. Please, Lord, deliver them. And let their minds be made free. And let them receive and know the truth that Jesus came into the world to save it. So that all of us can be with you in heaven. I ask and pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. God bless you.